Hey, welcome to Beyond the Garage Podcast, where I'm just kind of normally sitting here drawing, talking to myself, or any of my buddies I can get on here, if it's possible anyways. Uh, talking about anything comics related, pop culture related, uh, scary stuff, and scary metal music. And uh, today, I guess it's going to be a more sad episode than the beginning of things. Uh, mainly because, uh, I guess as of, as of last night sometime, or yesterday sometime, if I had to guess it would be yesterday, um, but the lead singer of Power Trip passed away, uh, Riley Gale. Um, from what I can tell, at the moment anyways, uh, from what we do know, is that he passed away in his sleep. And that's about it, all we really know right now. Um, so this all happened yesterday. Now, I heard about it, um, I heard about it last night sometime. I was sitting here drawing, I'm doing, actually I'm doing a little bit right now. Because um, I was doing stuff for Reddit, because uh, I'm on there and I uh, post a thing saying, hey, if you want anything drawn, uh, hit me up or something like that. It's on a r slash draw for me or whatever. And I was just drawing that last night, and uh, I think I saw a thing pop up on my phone or something saying that Riley Gale passed away power trip. I was like, man, this sucks. <laughs> like, like, genuinely, this really does suck, man. It's, it is a really sad thing to hear because he was a great awesome front man like i i almost had the uh opportunity to see power trip live but due to coronavirus and all this crap um it got canceled it was um epicenter down here in north carolina and uh we were supposed to go it was uh me and my buddy and like uh they had a decent lineup actually it was uh metallica was playing two shows I think it's Friday and Saturday. Um, <laughs> I think the middle day was weird. It was I think the headliner on the middle day was uh, Leonard Skinner and Disturbed headlining. And man, <laughs> that, that's a weird one to put out there. Because uh, that festival, it it was genuinely good in a sense. Because um, I went last year with my buddy. And uh, that was when uh, Rob Zombie was there on the first day. He headlined the first day. And uh, who else? It was a big, big list. Uh, A band called Dead. If you don't know them, they're awesome. Um, I don't know if it was a cover song or anything. I I think it was. I'm not entirely sure. But whenever I saw them, they... um, I was on the pit thing. Like, the... (laughs) I'll get to that in a second here, but they played um, the Disrespect Your Surroundings and the pits opened up and stuff. It was awesome. But, like, uh, when we went there, it was me it was me and my buddy and his parents. And uh, they just kind of let me and my buddy go and go around. And we were supposed to meet some of our other friends there. And we, we, uh, we went ahead and started going to that dead show. Because that was like one of the first ones that we was actually kind of somewhat excited for me. Like we didn't know who Dead was really. We looked him up, but we was like, all right, fine, we can go check him out. But we didn't really know who they were. Just like, oh right, yeah, we'll check them out, whatever. And we also like before that, before Dead went on, there was a band called Black Coffee. They changed their name. I forgot what they're called now. Uh, but they used to be called Black Coffee, and they were great. Like they were really good. They're more on the rock side of things. They reminded me a lot of, uh, not of Zeppelin in a sense, more of that, 
it's hard to explain it. Uh, more, not like Zeppelin, but more like Greta Van Fleet. I know that's a stretch, I know, but <laughs> because uh, you know, Greta Van Fleet is a is Led Zeppelin copycat, tell me I'm wrong. But the, but it's like the newer age rock and roll type deal. But they were really good. They were really good. They uh, they were awesome, man. They were a lot of energy um, is what you'd call really hungry, if you will. I think they see whenever if I remember the map and everything you like you go in through these gates and then you got like this little pit area here I obviously can't see what I'm doing but I'm moving my hands here <laughs> but uh, they got this big open area to which there's food stuff some of the concessions uh, food some of the concession stuff uh, some of the drink stuff and some merchandise but it wasn't anything big merchandise like a Slipknot mask and stuff where I actually got my uh is it it's all bootleg like come on but I got a red Chris mask um and I put some face paint on it not necessarily face paint more like eyeliner that I just kind of scribbled on there to make it look dirtier but um yeah I got that there and um like you get into this little pit this little big open area there's a stage there when you first walk in you can see it but there you follow like a little path to your right and that's where like the big open area is but you keep walking all the way back all the way back and there's these two little stages uh that's right next to each other and uh when we first got there i think black coffee was already playing or they were about to black coffee um uh, they, they were in the left one. Then we, then me and my buddy said, "All right, we'll just go on over here since they ended." Or we was about, about to go in and get, getting stuff for dead. Uh, you know what? I think this episode's kind of be me talking about epicenter and uh, the new thrash stuff because I want to get to that too. And actually, this is going to be a technically a normal podcast episode. So yeah. But anyways, um, I guess it's all story time now. But. I'm trying to draw this ear here, sorry. Okay, so whenever we saw, when we saw Dead and everything, it was me and my buddy. So we're, <laughs> my buddy's a lot bigger than me, so before we even went, uh, I think we had, yeah, we missed school on this, but who cares, man, it's awesome. It was, it was my first festival. And uh, and thank the Lord his parents paid for my way. <laughs> like I, my dad gave me some money and I had some saved up, but thank the Lord they paid for my part. Um, but anyways, so my buddy's a lot bigger than me, still is, but I told him, I was like, hey man, if you start running towards that stage, if you're at a high enough speed, nobody's going to get in front of you, (laughs) or if somebody just happens to be in front of you, you can just kind of push through them like the juggernaut, we'll be fine, I'll detach myself to your back, (laughs) and we joked about it, but it didn't happen, sadly enough. But we did get our way through there. We didn't get up front stage. We got like, we were closer to the stage more than the middle ground, but we was around that area. And <laughs> like their band starting up, they're starting to play this way. But and it's funny because you're sitting there, you well, you stand there, you don't really know. But for me, it's one of my first experiences. I've been to shows previously. I saw Iron Maiden with Ghost opening, and man, that was awesome. And I saw Black Label. Society, the Almighty Black Label Society, um, with uh, who was that? Red Fang and Corrosion of Conformity, and that was a good show. I got dropped on my head during that because they tried to crowd surf me. <laughs> that that was during the Black Label set too, but that's that's a story from another time. Um, 
but anyways, we was sitting up there, we're, me and my buddy, we're right next to each other, and we're waiting, dead, dead's either about to start or they're on now, I think they're about to, but it's funny, because you'll see people coming through here with big signs saying pit crew, <laughs> like, I don't know if this is a reoccurring thing happening at festivals and stuff, but it's a little alarming whenever you really don't know what's going on half the time, and you see pit crew stuff. But it is exciting because you're like, yeah, man, I get into the pit, dude, yeah. But, um, but yeah, because uh, they move. The one thing I've noticed, like, they, I saw them throughout the time, the three days we were there. Well, technically, two, because, uh, Epicenter just having to close down because of the damn, uh, storm decided to come through on the second day. You know what, I'm just going to tell it, like, for this podcast, I'm just going to go through my whole epicenter. <laughs> it was the first epicenter, too. It was the first epicenter. And, uh, I'll, oh, man, yeah, I'm definitely going to go through this, and I'll talk about, like, New Age Thrash. I'll come back to Rally. And it'll all lead up to our Rally, actually. So, anyways. So, where was I? Um, so we were seeing Dead, and you saw the pit crew people. Now, they'll go and they'll have like one or two groups <laughs> and they'll all eventually just roll into one <laughs> so like whenever I was sitting there with my buddy I was standing there with my buddy and um, I look over to my left and I see the guy that's coming through with like uh, animal onesies too like they'll have them on sometimes and they like I, they had a t-shirts that said pick crew on the back and I want one so bad <laughs> like I wanted one but I didn't know where to ask them or if they were just selling them but anyways they uh, they'll run through the banners and they'll start opening up pits and stuff and I got whenever I was there I was watching dead and I got one to my left and I got one I think to my right or like back like back right I think and um they're start and dead starts up. This starts going. It gets awesome. It that's an amazing show. It's it's really cool when you're in there too. But uh, you know, obviously people are moving around. My buddy got uh, I think my buddy accidentally fell or some girl pushed into him and he got a face full of tits. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's that that happened. But whenever they like combined the pit or the pit got a lot bigger, I was about to jump into it, but I didn't want to, you know, fall and die. <laughs> then again if I'm gonna go that's the way I want to go you know if I ever whenever I do die I'd either want to be drawing uh playing guitar in a pit or on the toilet saying that I'm doing doing something that's interesting <laughs> or hopefully families around me but anyways so we're we're sitting there in the the whole they open their big pit up and stuff and it's the circle pit well, initially it didn't start out like that. You'll have a mosh in the begin in the center, then they'll start circling, and then it kind of goes like that for a little while, and they'll just start. They they won't they'll stop whenever the band stops, basically. But yeah, yeah. So that was that was dead. Dead dead was fun, man. Uh, a lot a lot of empty water bottles. I'll say that a lot of empty water bottles. Yeah. Yeah, and that was this festival was it was last year, and um, cause I got my battle vest, my battle jacket, and uh, this this whole epicenter thing was the first time I fully tested it, because uh, I made my vest whenever I was beginning high school in ninth grade. 
I think so, anyways. Yeah, because I got, like, a jean jacket, and I was like, oh, cool, I finally got a jean jacket because I wanted one. I was like, you know what, I'm going to turn this to a cool battle jacket because I've always wanted one of those. Because I had, like, an old Iron Maiden t-shirt that's still on the, it's my back patch. It's uh, the best of the beast. I've had that since I was, like, in kindergarten. <laughs> like, I'd be the only kid in school, A, to know who Iron Maiden is, and B, to wear, you know, shirts with Eddie all over it. But, um, yeah, I got that on there, and I got my interior pockets where I can keep my phone and stuff. But this whole uh, festival was, like, my first time really testing it. Because um, whenever I saw Maiden and Ghost, it's all, it, it was at a, uh, it's a Palladium. Or, like, it's one of those uh, venues where it's outside, but the stage still has, like, that awning over it. It's, like, one of the really big ones, you know, to where you'll have, like, the pit stuff right there and then you know the further you go back the more seating there is until you get to the yard um which the yard sucks but then again i was like right there on the yard <laughs> like like man i'd love to get down i would have loved to get down there but it was like ghosts during the meliora tour before they did uh what was their last album uh what was the name of it it was the one with the cardinal copia thing uh but it was their their last really good album. Like I'm not saying the last album they did was bad or anything. They got some good ones on there. Like Faith is awesome. Um, but Meliora that's a solid album in my opinion. Yeah, I said oh, you want to like Ghost, so what? But anyways, uh, yeah, when I saw them and Maiden was on the Book of Souls tour. But you know, whenever I had my vest then nothing really. Or not, yeah, I had my vest then, but nothing really. I didn't test it then, but whenever I saw Black Label, I did a little bit more, because that was like a year standing the whole time. But whenever I was at Epicenter, that was like one of the first times I really tested it, and it held up quite nicely, actually. It it started to show its age, I'll say that, uh, even though it's like uh, four or five years old now, something like that. More along the lines of five, I think. But, okay, so I'm trying to remember what what all bands we saw in order. <laughs> I don't remember what all we did in order, but I remember what band I might remember what bands we saw in order. So we saw Dead. And I think after then we just started like walking around for a while, um, and also at Epicenter, um, they had this uh, booth set up to which um, to which they had like guitars set up and everything in there. I think that's where we went next. Cause that was really cool, and man, they had like the Gary Holt, um, Les Pauls in there. I think I think one of them was the white Les Paul. Man, that thing was awesome. They had that in there. They had a Richie Faulkner guitar in there. They had, you know, obviously they had the Eddie Van Halen stuff in there. Uh, who else did they have in there? Uh, John Five too, because yeah, I guess Zombie was on that night. I'm trying to work my way up to Zombie. <laughs> I don't, um, cause. I, a lot of that day was somewhat a blur in a sense. Okay, so I guess I can just kind of move from like certain events here. But and also during Epicenter, um, if those of you who don't know, there was a TV show that used to run whenever I was a kid. Still, still am a kid technically, but um, whenever I was younger, back when VH1 Classic was the thing, it was that metal show. And man, I love watching that metal show. And sadly, they took it off the air. I think it's probably due to ratings. I think it was. 
But that metal show was like, um, it's like what you wanted from Wayne's World. <laughs> it's like Wayne's World, but a normal TV show. And they're all metalheads, all comedians. They had Lemmy on. I think they had. I don't, I don't know if they had Lemmy on there or not. I'm pretty sure they had Lemmy. I know they had um, Kirk Hammond on there. King Diamond was on there. Uh, Lita Ford was the first one. And I'll get to that, uh, why I know that here in a second. <laughs> so. We were going, I think we were at the guitar thing, and we got out of there, because me and my buddy did, we knew what bands we wanted to see, but we didn't really want to push out what all bands we wanted to see, because we, we looked them all up before we even went to get, like, an idea what we want, what we're seeing here, so there's that, and after, I think, after the guitar thing, I don't think we saw any bands or if we did, we was like on the outskirts of them. We didn't really see much. Oh, okay, and now I remember. So we went from the guitar thing, I think. And uh, how I said earlier, we were supposed to meet up some of our other buddies from school. <laughs> uh, one of them was with his dad. And the other one, he, uh, it, he did, his mom dropped him off. See, see uh, from where I live, where Epicenter is, it's about like an hour and a half away or so roughly around there something like that so we so my buddy not, not the one that was with me the whole time the other one that came in but he's a taller kid way taller kid awesome awesome drummer awesome drummer if I stay here in North Carolina I hope I can do something band wise with him because man he's an awesome drummer anyways um we was waiting on him to get there and so me and my buddy that went in there with originally uh the heavy set guy so we went in, uh, we started going back to the main gate to wait for, uh, the taller one. Oh man, I should probably give them names. <laughs> yeah, that'd be smart. So, okay, so, um, if I think of one, I'll think of one. But the heavier set one, the normal one I'm there with, we're walking over there and just hitting by the gate and we see the one that was with his dad and he's, the one with his dad, he's like really short. Like, nothing against him or anything. I just remember him being a lot shorter than us then. Like, all after episode and everything, we was in, trying to jam with him. He, from what I got, he had to end the whole thing because he thought we were not good enough. Uh, I don't know if that was all true or not, but, man, I can tell you one thing. I, like, eh, I can play guitar pretty well. Like, eh. I don't know if he was calling us bad or anything, but I felt like we worked well. But, yeah. So that, that's a whole different thing. So we're waiting there. We see the other shorter kid, and he comes up, and me and my buddy I came there with I met his dad, and his dad's really cool. His dad and mom are, like, extreme Christians, too. Like, I'm Christian and everything, but they're, like, extreme Christian. Like, uh, they're not, in a sense, they're not, like, 1980s Christians. Like, you know, with, like, the whole Tipper Gore era trying to stop rock and roll but they don't like black metal and stuff. Like I understand not liking black metal, and they think it's like, com but they think it's like complete works of Satan, which you're not wrong and you're not right. <laughs> Most of the time, it's just there to scare people. Then you have people like Gaul who are genuinely Satanists. <laughs> so, yeah, whatever on that one. But anyways, we was sitting there talking to a smaller kid, and there guy comes up, taller one, and. Uh, I think that metal show was about to start or something. So I said, hey, man, I'm going to go on up here. Because we, we was in this big area 
but the front gates are, and that's where this big open area is. I think they called it, uh, they, they didn't call it the pit, they called it the village, that's what it was. And there's like a small stage over there. And there's also like a side so a sideshow circus going on. And the sideshow circus, uh, what was it? I think it's called Hells of Poppin'. Hells with a Z poppin'. Uh sideshow circus. They're not bad. They're uh, they do all the stuff you expect to see from a sideshow circus. <laughs> you know, like the flaming swords, the sword th- sword sw- swallowing stuff, the um I think one of them was the tattooed tattooed man uh other stuff you know like n- not what you see on American Horror Story or anything but when you think of like uh, freak show stuff it's those guys one cool thing guy did was do like uh he took a drill and drilled it through his nose and stuff that's cool but all that's going on where's and uh, I think we all walked over there after we all, you know, assembled our little team, <laughs> I walked over there to, uh, that stage to watch them, because I was waiting for that metal show to come on, I don't remember what time they came on, or anything, I think they might have came on at, like, four or something, I don't remember, but I was in there waiting, I was, I was telling my buddy, saying, hey, man, you guys can go on, I really do not care, but... I am not missing this opportunity. <laughs> now, mind you, one thing I didn't say actually, but this was like a lot later on in the day, and I haven't sat down at this point in time in like a good, good couple hours. <laughs> like a good, maybe solid five, six hours. <laughs> like I've been just standing the whole time. You know, we after we saw Dead and everything, we went to the guitar thing. To which I think I, I'm pretty sure I sat down during them, but I think we saw like some other bands maybe, or we just started walking around for a really long time. But regardless, I've been standing for like five hours, <laughs> and um, so I get to the, that metal show and there's like five people there. But anyway, I told my buddy and then they say, "Hey man, I'm not I'm not missing this because this is my childhood. <laughs> I am not missing this for the life of me." And he said, "All right, fine, man, whatever." And they went off, and that um, was like, "All right, whatever, man." You like I, actually, I think I said, "Like, hey, you can stay here and watch this if you want, man." But you're or you can go on with them. I really don't care. I'm watching this. So I was like, "All right, you you go on with them." I was like, "Okay, cool." So uh, I just kind of I was a stand there. It was like a small crowd of like five people. And, uh, it was, you know, I think one dude had that, that Middle Show t-shirt on it, man. I wish they were selling them there, too. They weren't selling that Middle Show merch or anything, and that would have been awesome. But, um, it was, it was a really cool show. I mean, it was, like, basically going to see a stand-up comedy thing, mainly because they're all comedians. But, it was, you know, Eddie Trunk, uh, Don Jameson, Jim Florentine, they were all there, and, um, it was awesome. It was like a dream come true for me. Because <laughs> I love that metal show. I've been watching it since I was a kid. And um, and during the show, they got through all their bits and everything. And they started talking. And they said, you know, we're gonna be, we're not going to be doing this earlier today. But we're going to be doing this on, uh, I think, your tomorrow, I think. And, I was, and they said, yeah, we're going to have Scotty in from Anthrax. Or um, he was with his other band during this, too. That we saw them the next day for a brief. Yeah, we saw them in full, actually. Um, what was his other band's name? 
Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, it's Scott Ian's other band. Uh, there wasn't bad, but uh, Eddie Trunk said, you know, uh, Scott Ian's gonna be here, and some, and I think he said Richie Faulkner was supposed to be there because Priest was playing. And I was like, dude, <laughs> Avery, I'm getting Priest. B, it's gonna be Richie Faulkner. Like, yeah, but um, we were. So I was kind of standing there listening to him and everything, and they they said, all right, all right, no, we're gonna do one of the things we always used to do whenever we did that metal show, and it stumped the trunk, and and I don't remember if people started doing anything or anything, like you know, because normally when they did the show, they would do like a little chant thing, you know, stump the trunk, stump the trunk, and you would get a prize. Um, oh, okay, so. Right before then, I think, <laughs> right before then, um, or I'll loop, loop it back around to that Lita Ford thing I was saying earlier. Now, uh, we I got that fire stick thing, me and my folks do here. We got that fire stick thing, and they got that metal show on there, yet none of the episodes will play. <laughs> and I've been trying to, and I always wanted to start and watch the entire series. And, um, and I always remember the first episode was Lita Ford. Because I was always searching for the first episode. At least I want to watch the first episode of that metal show. And um, they asked a question during their little panel thing there at Epicenter. It's like, does anybody know who the first uh, guest we had on the show was? Nobody said anything. I was thinking, it's like, it's Lita Ford, isn't it? I, I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Lita Ford. I was like, I ain't going to say anything. And he said, if anybody can tell me, uh, Eddie Trunk said this, if anybody can tell me who was the first guest, I will give you something out of the box and I was like dude is Lita Ford <laughs> and he said who was that and he pointed at me I was like hey, yeah it's Lita Ford and they were all kind of surprised that a uh yeah, it was it was like last year so I was like 17 so he's like they were all surprised a 17 year old knew that <laughs> but um and I got that and they oh so now we're on to stump the trunk and uh I debated on whether I actually do it because but uh I had a, a uh, question I was going to ask him this whole time. I had it, like, sitting in my mind. If I remember it correctly, I don't remember the answer to it, but it was, uh, what TV show was Metallica, uh, voiced, uh, no, what TV show did Metallica do voices on? It was a kid's show. I, I don't remember the actual answer to it, but I, it was some, Dragon something. They were, they played Dragons, and it was, like, all of Metallica, and I, I, set, I uh, wrote this down and stuff like a couple days beforehand. And I was like, dude, I am going to stump the crap out of Trump. Uh, yeah. So I was thinking, I was like, I'm going to do it, man. I'm going to stump the Trump. Uh, stump the Trump. Stump the Trump. Uh, I was like, I'm going to do it. And uh, so when I went up there and uh, it was Jim Florentine was out there doing the microphone stuff. And man... I know I'm short, but I didn't know I was that short <laughs> whenever I stood next to Jim Florentine. <laughs> uh, I don't know how tall I am, but I know he's a big dude. Good lord, man. I, did, I feel like I was a dwarf. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. And I asked him, but I didn't ask him the Metallica question. I was like, alright, I had one lined up, but I'll take it easy on you. But before that, I said, you know, thank you guys for everything. I've watched you guys' show since I was a little kid. They said, what, since you about one? I said, probably, <laughs> probably more than likely knowing my dad. And um, so I asked him, it was like, who was the artist that did uh, Eddie, who designed Eddie from the Iron Maiden cal album covers? And he, 
And Eddie Trunk said it was uh, Derek Riggs was huge rod. And he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, come on, man. And he said, oh, like, really? Like, you already got, like, the a uh, CD. And he handed me, I got it right, right here. Um, he handed me this uh, Joe Satriani, What Happens Next CD. You can hear that. Um, oh, yeah, it's a great CD. Great CD. And, um, yeah, he handed that to me after, yeah, whenever I got that question right. Um, but during, man, I keep jumping around a lot. Yeah, I'll eventually get better at telling these stories. But, um, like, okay, so right after I got the, like, during whenever I was getting the CD and stuff when I was doing the question thing. Uh, not whenever I asked a question, but whenever I answered the Lita Ford thing. Like, like I said, I haven't, been, I've been standing for, like, five hours or like seven hours or something. So my, my calf muscles start locking up. And I, so I'm like not standing correctly. And I'm scared I'm just going to like collapse and everything. So, you know, that was going on for a while. And I was scared I was going to like fall. But eventually I kind of got over it a little bit. Then I started, after I started walking around a little bit, I did the question thing. And like I did the stump the trunk thing. And I started walking back over to where I was uh, standing the whole time, which was, like, a little bit to the right center stage. And uh, my buddy was sitting there before, and I was like, and he wasn't with the other, my my other buddies we met up there, and I was like, oh, great, what's going on? Uh, so I went over there, and I said, hey, man, you good? And he said, yeah, the other guys left me, but his parents were there. But he said, yeah, my other guy, the other guys left me. I was like, oh, that sucks. You okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I said, just hang on a minute before we go anywhere. I need to sit down. And like, I started like rubbing my calf, and I couldn't stand up for like the next five minutes. <laughs> um, it sucked. Like it sucked, but eventually I got I got all together. And I could like hopple my way around, and I could get around and everything. Now after after epicenter, I don't remember where we went next. Like who we saw next. Um. Because all I'm remembering is either from the first day or the last day. I'm thinking, the one thing I'm remembering now, I think it was on the first day. I'd have to text my buddy and see, uh, or have like the the first epicenter schedule up. And uh, I think it was a guy named Hiro the Hero. It is a really cool show, it was a cool black guy. And um, really interesting show and everything. He... That guy had a lot of flair, I'll say that. Like, the dude had a lot of flair, and it's great for him, dude. But, uh, we... I think we went over and watched them for a little bit or something. Uh, like I said, I don't really remember what all happened. <laughs> but I think we started working our way over to the... Where Rob Zombie was playing, because he was playing that night. So, the headliners for this first night was Zo- Rob Zombie and Corn. And whenever you go over to the Rob Zombie thing, it was, I think Evanescence came on before them. I think it was Evanescence. I think it was. Yeah, like Evanescence came on before them, and we kind of split straight our way up there. But anyway, so right now we're walking our way over there or something. And I think before, around the time we started walking over there, I went ahead and got that Slipknot mask of mine. And then I called my dad afterwards, 
uh, tell him, you know, what all happened with the that metal show and everything. And we just kind of uh, sat by a tree after I got back with my buddy then, after I called my dad. And uh, we watched, uh, uh, oh, what was the name of that band? Oh, what was the name of that band? Um, the lead singer is a ball guy. I know that narrows it down a lot. Uh, what was that band? Uh, I don't even remember one of the songs they've done. <laughs> oh, uh, oh man, I really don't remember one of the songs they've done. Uh, if I if I see the song name, out obviously I'll know the song, but I'll know the band. Oh man, it was like one of the really heavier ones. Like one of the really heavier ones. The lead singer is bald with like a goatee, and uh, he'll do like a thing to it. He'll do like a headbang thing to which he uh, extends his jaw out to looks like he has a extreme underbite. <laughs> you know, um, but we saw we watched back and saw them, and that was awesome. We didn't really get up there or anything because we just kind of sat back by a tree mainly so my legs can rest and you know everybody can rest. Um. But I think after then, we started heading over to Zombie. To which, the band I'm talking about now with the ball guy... Man, it sucks. I can't remember that band's name. Um, but after we saw them, we... Uh, let me think here. We... Okay, so the guy with the, the, where the ball guy is, that's on wherever we saw Dead. It's like a backstage to the left. <laughs> Like, way, way back in the little area thing we were at. And, um... And they were going, and... They got done, and we was like, all right, let's go ahead and make our way over to... Uh... Uh... See Zombie. Because I don't... Like I said, I don't remember a lot that's happened, because this was like a year ago, and a lot's happened since then. And... Uh... It's like... uh, It's like a specific order that all things happened. But I'm, I'm going like a major events here. Now, see, I'll be telling this stories and stuff, and then I'll remember, then like the next metal podcast or whatever, I'll remember my, um, my whenever I saw Maiden live or whenever I saw Black Label live, and I'll tell you like every single thing that happened. <laughs> um, but for these, the epicenter ones, I'm a little iffy on if I remember. I know what I'm saying is probably correct, but, uh, not all of it. <laughs> but regardless, we did some stuff and we went over to see Zombie. And Evanescence was coming on. And dude, I didn't know how good Evanescence was until I saw them live. And uh, and one thing I didn't know, I looked this up after Epicenter, but um, the original recordings for, or the, or the original idea for Evanescence, I tell you, their most popular song, the... Uh, wake me up inside thing, you know, wake me up inside, yeah, that thingy, uh, save me, I don't got my singing pipes on right now, but, um, that, that song, originally, it was just supposed to be Amy Lee doing it, but the record company said, you need a male voice on it, and she's like, but I don't, I don't want a male voice, it's supposed to all be female, like my voice, and record company is like you need a dude on there to sell it no no you need a dude on there to sell this and they're like fine whatever as long as we get the song out there so that's why whenever you hear like the radio version or the album version uh it's there's the dude doing the other part of it 
but whenever she does it live or like the original idea or anything, it was just her singing, and it's awesome. I like it, like that version better. Um, actually, I don't even know if she says "Save Me" during that. Uh, I think she says, "No, wait, no." She does sing the whole thing. I, I'm forgetting what uh, order they went in on the song, but I'm pretty sure she sings both. But uh, and this was last year, so th- this was like during like Game of Thrones era, like when Game of Thrones was ending. <laughs> so and uh, we were like a good far ways back. We were on like left side of the stage. That like, we were a good, good, good little ways back, and uh, they, they had. Uh, they had the camera thing set up, like the big, like, see, you'll have your stage, you'll have your banners on the sides where you can see the uh, project footage up there, and you can see her on there, and she still looks great, yeah, and, uh, but she had, like, a Game of Thrones outfit on, I was like, oh, that's cool, but she can, she can still sing, man, like, she's got awesome pipes, like, it is awesome, like, even then, that's awesome, dude, great, it's a really great show, like, the drums hit awesome, like, I didn't know how good Evanescence was until I saw them live. <laughs> but, um, Evanescence, a great show. If you ever got the chance to, go see them live. Uh, if you even got a chance to watch them on YouTube, go watch that. <laughs> like, I know this whole uh, coronavirus thing's going on, but whenever all this is over, we can finally go back to shows. Go see Evanescence if they're coming around to you. It is awesome show. Awesome, awesome show. But, after Evanescence... Either one more band came on and then Zombie, or it was just Zombie. I think, okay, yeah, it was Zombie that came on after. So it was Evanescence, Zombie, and our plan was to go from Zombie to Corn, because Corn was on a different stage for some reason. But uh, Rob Zombie was on like the, not the main stage, but like the next to main stage, like because they had like a hierarchy on the listings for whenever whenever Epicenter dropped their time listings and stuff, they had a hierarchy for what stages and stuff, and you had, like, the main stage, and you had the stage below that, and it keeps getting smaller. But Rob Zombie was on the next to largest one, and Korn was doing the main event, largest one. So we, uh, Evanescence, Evanescence was over, and during this whole concert, me and my buddy and his parents are, like, slowly inching our way towards the, the stage, and by the time Evanescence is over, um, we'd wait a second because people would start walking away from the stage. And then we would, like, follow the path behind them, like, uh, slip the split stream through there. Like, uh, <laughs> I used to do the same thing whenever I was in middle school. And I was trying to get down the hallway for, like, say, the end of the school day and I need to get my bus or whatever. I would, like, split streams through the hallways, like, in between people. <laughs> And um, that is basically what we was doing. We was, uh, like, whenever people would uh, file out of there, whenever that line that they leave opens up, you can just kind of go straight through there. And you'll still have to weave your way through there, but you'll definitely get closer. And uh, I don't remember, like, the time period because, like, what time frame. Because it was uh, chronologically in the ordering of things, it was... It was Evanescence, then, for some reason, I have no idea why, but Machine Gun Kelly was there. And this was after the Molly Crew movie, uh, noted. Like, he just got done playing Tommy Lee, which he was awesome in that, I'll give him credit. 
not a big fan of the style of music, but, but, you know, I'm not a big fan of, like, what music he makes, but, uh, I'll give him full credit for playing Tommy Lee, he played an awesome job. So, we're, we're making our way through there, through up to the stage, and you're already surrounded by people, like, they got the lights on and stuff, but the, uh, one thing that sucked, and it's, it's actually kind of funny, too, that we was sitting up there waiting for Zombie, and it, you know, uh, and they would played on those banners I was talking about before. Um, they would play the Mission Gun Kelly show up there, and they would do the volume. They they, they would uh, they're basically kind of live streaming if you want to think of it that way. They're basically live streaming it. Um, they're basically live streaming the show to to those banners. Uh, sorry if I kind of, um, like, stumble off a little bit. I'm, I'm like, halfway drawing here at the same time because I'm doing that Reddit stuff. And I don't know when they want these. Because, man, that little sidebar thing here, I posted this thing on Reddit, and within, like, 24 hours, I got, like, 21 requests. <laughs> and uh, one of them, uh, I can't remember uh, the dude's name or anything. But he said he just sent me this huge list of characters. And he said, "Take your pick on which one you want to draw." And I was like, "Okay, whatever, cool, cool. As long as I get to draw, man." <laughs> and uh, this guy was the first one, so it's the first one I'm working on. So I picked like four, and now I'm kind of regretting that. And I'm thinking I'm just going to kind of text him and say, "Hey, man, I will come back to yours. I promise." Whenever I get more of these done. I got two done right now. I'll just go ahead and send them to you now. I'll just worry about the others at a different time. I'm sure he'll be fine with it by way of talking to him. Um, but anyways, back to uh, seeing zombie and stuff. So we're so it was me and my buddy I came in with originally, the heavyset guy and his parents. And um, on seeing Machine Gun Kelly is our two other buddies. Or no, I think one of them was over the, the, the taller one because I said there was a taller one and a smaller one the taller one he, he's over there watching Machine Gun Kelly for some unknown reason uh, he could like him I don't know but I guess you'd rather see him than zombies so whatever so we're inching our way towards the zombie stage and we get to this point where we really can't go any further because we're, we're really surrounded by people at this point and you know uh, and the Zombie lights come on a little bit, so the uh, road crew and the roadies can start getting stuff on stage. And uh, I think Rob Zombie's stage was already set up. They were getting, like, guitars ready and stuff. But they was, like, live streaming the Machine Gun Kelly show. And <laughs> it was funny because uh, we, in the zombie crowd, we kept uh, chanting, Zombie! 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 And, um... Uh, we started getting really loud and stuff, and we started uh, chanting at Machine Gun Kelly. It's like, you suck, you suck, you suck. And uh, I, if I remember correctly, you could hear, like, us <laughs> through their speakers. <laughs> so, like, uh, I think we, as a huge crowd, could be picked up from the Machine Gun Kelly speakers, and we could hear ourselves through the <laughs> Rob Zombie speakers. But, like, the Machine Gun Kelly show was weird, man. Um, so like I said, he would just come off the heels of playing Tommy Lee awesomely, but, um, he also bring out a guitar, 
during this uh, show, like during his show, he might have played two or three chords. By I'm saying chords, not notes, if I remember correctly. And by chords, I also mean what I call panty dropper chords, which is, you know, a G, C, D, you know, normal stuff. Uh, and so he, he came out, it was a Telecaster. It's a nice Telecaster, too. And uh, he got that out there, and he just did a couple things with it and got off. And we were all saying over there, you suck, you suck, you suck. And um, and after that, he, <laughs> if I remember chronologically, anyways, he pulled out. Okay, so Ghost did this too. I saw it on like a weekly weird news uh, episode, I think. But like, there's these Marilyn Manson dildos that he made. <laughs> the Ghost ones are funny because it's just Poppy Emeritus's head. <laughs> but there's a Marilyn Manson one, and Machine Gun Kelly pulled out the Marilyn Manson one. And every one of us that was surrounding me and my buddy got scared over there at the Rob Zombie crowd because we didn't know uh, what all we was uh, what all we was you know in for when seeing this. So we were we were all getting a little scared, <laughs> you know. Uh, and here, so I'm I'm a, this thing's going on uh, little segments here on this podcast thing. So I'm gonna go ahead and. You're going to hear a break here, so, you know, just hang on a second. Alright, we're back. Uh, yeah, I'm still new to this app and stuff, and apparently whenever you go through this, you have, like, a 60-minute uh, cap on your recording thing. So, anyways, we were... <laughs> back to the story. We were all, like, scared over because... Hey, man. And also, he, like, mooned the camera, too, beforehand, which made us more scared. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know... If you're if you're watching a show, you can't in this um, in this way to which you can't turn it off. You can't. You can look away, but you can still hear it. And a a kid moons the camera, which moons everybody. We don't want to see it. Come on, man. The only way it's acceptable is if it's like war, <laughs> to where it's kind of you're expected at that point. <laughs> uh, but he moves the camera and he pulls out this Marilyn Manson thing. We're all genuinely scared at this point. <laughs> like I said, we don't know what he's going to do with it. We don't know where he's going to put it. And, uh, you know, obviously you got the guys and the zombie crowd yelling, like, you, you know, put it, you know, put it there, you know. And uh, it, he didn't, thankfully. <laughs> but he got that, threw it away or whatever. And they started playing Shout at the Devil. And, you know, I think we started a, go, a chant going over there, the zombie thing, because uh, it was, like, for, like, maybe a minute. <laughs> maybe. Maybe more like 30 seconds. And it was, like, the intro to Shout at the Devil, you know, the dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun. Or, uh, dun, yeah, dun-dun-shout. Dun-dun-shout thing. And I think we started doing the shout thing, because it was like, yeah, Shout at the Devil. And, um, so he started playing that, but it was, like, for a minute, though, and it sucked. <laughs> like, come on, man, you were in the Motley Crue movie. You got to meet Tommy Lee. <laughs> you got to meet Mick Mars. At least for the good thing, Vince Neil didn't come out singing, because, oh, Lord. Like, Vince Neil sounds, like, um, uh, he sounds 
uh, fine on the albums. I'll say that. Live, it's a different story. I've never seen Motley Crue live. I'll be going to see everybody else but Vince Neil. <laughs> like, I'm sure he's a good dude, don't get me wrong. Just that, you know, it's her, him singing live a little bit, a little bit out there. Uh, I'd mainly be going for Mick Mars because, you know, horns up for Mick Mars. Uh, but, but anyways, he does, Machine Gun Kelly does his whole bit. He gets off there and we just do the get off the stage, boo, you suck chance. But then he goes off, right? And then not, not too long after, we started uh, chanting like John 5 and stuff. Because, you know, it's John 5 and also when we went out in the parking lot before we, we, we even went in for Epicenter, I put on like a John 5 face paint. If uh, I don't know if I got it on Instagram or not, I might have. I don't know. It, it, if uh, if you want to see it, I'll, I uh, you can look on my Instagram, which is uh, Bucks Art and Stuff. No, uh, Bucks Art and Stuff. It. I don't, I don't think there's. I don't know if there's space. If you type that in, you'll find it. And also, it's not on my story fire, but I'm on there too. Uh, it's uh, Bucks Stories and Stuff. You know, check that out. Um, I don't post there often. <laughs> I don't post there often on Storyfire. I'm more on Instagram. And I'm also on, you know, Reddit. It's my same box art and stuff. I'm trying to keep, like, my my names constant here. So, um, anyways, uh, Zombie's about to come on, right? And if I remember correctly, I know I've said a lot here, but, the, like, the lights go out. And we're all like, yeah, Zombie! Zombie. And, uh, you know, we started doing the chant, zombie, zombie, zombie. And, uh, and, uh, if, and I think they started playing, like, small clips and stuff on the movies, and you'll see, like, the Dracula clips, and you can hear, he, he hasn't came out yet or anything, but, um, they show the clips and everything, it's like a long, a minute long thing, and man, it is awesome. <laughs> Dude, uh, like that whole zombie show was kick ass, <laughs> and uh, they they all the flashing lights and stuff. And during in the flashing lights, you can see his mic stand, and uh, Rob Zombie's mic stand is awesome. It um, it's like a skeleton with like handlebars. It reminds me of uh, uh Blackie Lawless's uh the lead singer Watts. It reminds me of his mic stand where it's like the handlebars except for Rob Zombie doesn't you know get on it like a motorcycle and start you know riding around with smoke flying everywhere even though that would have been amazing to see but his microphone just kind of rotates his, his stand it also reminds me of Jonathan Davis's microphone stand and also fun fact if you didn't know um H.R. Giger the guy who designed the Xenomorph from Aliens Alien Aliens you know the whole franchise uh he designed that mic stand for uh, Jonathan Davis. So, you know, a little cool little uh, fun tip there. And also, another little cool tip about Korn uh, is that during the music video, Todd McFarlane did the... There is a music video for Freak on a Leash. Todd McFarlane drew the kid animations. I don't know if he did all the kid animations, like, frame by frame, but I know he did the, he did the styles and stuff. So, you know, cool little history thing there. Anyways, like, uh, the zombie thing's going, and the lights go out again. So it's like, I went from flashing to lights go out. And 
uh, Rob Zombie starts. It was a uh, what's the name of the song? It was a uh, uh, Dead City Radio. It, uh, it starts off like the radio chatter stuff, and you know the lights kick on when the song kicks in. And it's awesome. John Five's up there. He's got his obviously he's got his Telecasters. Um, that's going on. People don't start crowd surfing yet. I don't remember the order of the songs or anything, but you know he starts going through his set list, and uh, and before I had later on the show I'll bring it back up, but uh, before I had my Slipknot mask, and I don't I'm not wearing it at the time, but I got it on my I got it inside my jacket pocket my battle vest pocket because I got like on my left side I got my phone which is a by my chest then I get below that I got like a small pocket thing and on my right side I got like a big pocket I can put stuff in and that's where I got my mask so I got that there and I got like my vest buttoned up so you know nothing falls out so and uh and also another thing so with some shows you'll have you'll meet some of the most amazing people you'll ever meet in your life like you'll meet friends like you will make friends most of the time um, I haven't gone to enough shows t- to uh, successfully make any friends there, <laughs> mainly because I've been going with family and my with my own buddies. But um, you know, you'll meet friends there. You'll make relationships, whatever. I haven't done that last one either, yet too. So you know, um, so so we're there at the zombie thing. But uh, you'll meet some of the nicest people there, and. Um, and also, you can probably, you can most certainly meet some of the most dumbest people, <laughs> and one of the most meanest people. I haven't met the most meanest people or the dumbest, not that I know of, <laughs> but I've certainly met a lot of the nice people. But like at zombie, when we saw zombie, uh, sometimes whenever people crowd surfing, sometimes they'll tell you whenever they're coming behind you, and sometimes they won't. My buddy, the bigger one, he's behind me, and. Uh, and they crowd surfed this fat guy and he landed on my buddy and my buddy was mad for like the rest of the show like I got, I got sad about it I was like hey man have a good time dude he's like he sitting behind me just mm. like I got the guy got dropped on me he's like cheer up man you're a zombie for god's sakes but anyways he you know he's mad most of the time I'm having it I'm having a ball <laughs> so and we're sitting there, and like people are getting dropped on us. Most of the time, the tappy on the shoulder is like, "Hey, somebody's coming behind you. Get ready." I was like, "Okay." So we're going through there, and uh, and Rob Zombie, he does like it gets to the part of the show, to which um, John Five does his thing, and dude, John Five is like wizard. <laughs> Like, he's a wizard when it comes to guitars, man. Like, he makes some of the coolest sounds, dude. But he has this light-up LED telecaster. Dude, it's like a strobe LED telecaster. (laughs) And it's, like, so cool. He'll hold it, like, underneath his mouth, smiling, and it's, like, the light beaming up below. It looks awesome, dude. And it's so cool when he does his, his part of the show. But also, like, during the show, uh, this was before, uh, Three From Hell came out. And that it's a movie, <laughs> not my favorite of the trilogy, trilogy but uh, it's certainly a movie. Um, no, excuse me. Whew. But anyways, uh, he's uh, but Rob Zombie shows the 
teaser trailer for Three from Hell, and we were all excited, and I was like, oh, man, we're getting, like, a once in a once in a lifetime opportunity we're seeing the teaser trailer for anybody else which I got home and looked it up and it wasn't online surprisingly I was like alright cool <laughs> but yeah we saw that and that was awesome and so basically zombie ends he does he goes through Dracula and also he did Thunderkiss 65 obviously but he has a rule I don't know how enforced that rule is <laughs> It, it, it's not like Tool, because uh, a buddy of mine saw Tool. It's actually the taller one I've been talking about here. But uh, he saw Tool, and if you have your phone out, they'll take your phone away from you for the time being. Either I think they let you stay, or you'll or they'll just kind of like escort you out and kick you out. <laughs> so like Maynard Keenan's not kidding around when he says no phones. <laughs> but like Rom Zombie said, listen. You know, I'm I'm paraphrasing here. He said, "Listen, every time I play this song, all I see up here are flashlights, or lights, because people are recording on their stupid phones. Now, if you all please put your phones away and enjoy the damn song." <laughs> it, it paraphrased. I'm not. I don't remember exactly what he said, but that's the, that's the basics of it. And. uh I don't remember if I was brave enough to do it. <laughs> I know I've wanted to, certainly. But I was like, I ain't testing the waters here, man. So, that that all happens. And Thunderkiss 65 is awesome live, too. Like, and also, that's another thing. Songs change when you see them live. Like, I don't care how many times you've heard Inner Sandman. I haven't seen them okay. But I don't care how many times you've heard Dracula, how many times you've heard Thunderkiss 65, how many times you've heard Freak on a Leash, uh, or how many times you've heard Fire It Up Live, or no, how, how many times you heard Fire It Up, a Black Label Society on your phone or whatever. But it always gets so much better when you, when you see and definitely, when you definitely see it, but when you hear it live, it changes. <laughs> it's like whenever I've seen Maiden, I can't tell you how many times I've heard The Trooper. Like, A, it's a really good song. I used to listen to it a lot when I was a kid. I don't listen to it as much now because it's overplayed. Uh, but how many times I've heard it, like, come on. And and whenever you hear it live, it just changes. And same thing with uh, Freebird, too. My dad and them saw Freebird. I saw Leonard Skinner uh, on one of the recent things. This is after I saw Maiden. Which was like four years ago, maybe. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> uh, I think it was like four years ago. Four or five years ago. Years ago. Um, but they saw uh, Leonard Scared after that. And they, my dad said that, listen, Leonard, uh, Freebird changes when you hear it live. And, oh yeah, I'm, I'm uh, not contesting that. But, yeah, it, if you ever want to see your favorite band live, obviously go see it. But even if it is a band that has a lot of uh, well-known stuff, like Metallica, for instance, everybody knows Master of Puppets. Everybody knows Aaron Saint Man. I know that one. Everybody knows Nothing Else Matters. Everybody knows, you know, Jump... Uh, not Everybody might not know Jump on the Fire, but everybody knows for whom Bill tells Ride the Lightning, you know. And but it will get a thousand times better when you hear it live. And it's amazing. It, it it's a it's a anomaly really 
Because <laughs> you wouldn't expect it to, like, when you hear the trooper live, you expect it to be, like, you know, you're listening to your headphones, you're getting into it a little bit, you know, you're listening, oh, yeah, cool, cool, cool. I've been hearing it for years, but still awesome, cool. But when you hear it live, you get into it, and you see Bruce Dickinson running around the stage with a British flag. <laughs> like, it changes, man. It changes. But, uh, so, at this point, Zombie ends, and I... And as it's ending, I drop my mask <laughs> out of my pocket as everybody's uh, leaving. And um, so I drop my mask, and I and uh, I look back at my buddy's dad, and he said, "Leave it, leave it, it's gone." And I was like, "No, it's not." And I looked over. There's a guy like uh, where I was standing. He's like, "Hey, man, hey, can you see that mask down there? Can you get the mask?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, sure." And he gave me the mask. I was like, "You're a lifesaver, dude. Thank you so much." He's like, yeah, no problem, man. Cool. <laughs> but um, thankfully, that dude got that mask. But after then, we took a little break before corn came on, or they was coming on at that point. It, I think it was like a five minute break before corn even got on. So it was like, if you're front row at Zombie, you're not getting a front row at corn. As much as I would want to see corn front row, I'd rather, I saw Zombie Live. Like, I prefer to see Zombie Live. Corn, uh, uh, we, we were up there. So, like, you got, like, the stage we were at for Zombie, and th- that's often, like, a little corner of this whole lot that you're on, this little plot of land, and, like, in near the center of it, it's these little resting areas where food's there, and, uh, food's there, and, like, a little resting area you can sit on the ground, and we all went over there, you know, got a drink, whatever, we all went over there and said, alright, let's go in take a break my voice was shot <laughs> as you'd expect and uh and I was thinking I was like hey man I ain't got no merch this is the first day I ain't got no merch and I was like I need to get my merch and uh I told my buddy I was like hey man you guys just stay here they're like the merch table's like right over here I'm gonna go and get some they're like all right cool you go on and now the cool thing is when you're sitting up there waiting for the merch line because the merch line it's like a two-person because uh, they'll have them set up like a like a county fair thing where they have the booths set up. They're kind of like they're like that for this for this uh, festival, and it's like a two to three person gap <laughs> between the between the actual booths and the main crowd watching corn. <laughs> so well, I'm this is like a three person gap. So I'm like half in, half out. So I'm wait I'm waiting there for the people to clear out and before I do or I'll move over to that cyclops thing so the guy doing the uh giving way uh, giving you your t-shirt and taking your money and stuff can see me but while I'm sitting standing there I see these like EMS guys running I'm like oh dear lord oh no they lord help whoever whoever this happens to and um I think I saw, like, one or two of them, but I saw, like, five or so coming back up the other way. So, apparently, some kid had a, uh, he had a seizure, I think is what I overheard, or something happened to where he passed out in the pit or something, or near the front, and, dude, that, that that's scary from my end, seeing it. It's another thing, you know, being up there and that happens. But I feel sorry for the dude, I really do, man, uh. I hope he's okay. This is like last year. I hope he's okay. Why not? And, uh, but anyways, I get my merch and I get a, uh, Rob Zombie shirt. It's a tour shirt. 
it's like a big green Frankenstein monster on the front of it. Uh, and I got a corn shirt. Their corn shirts sucked. Like, they didn't have no tour shirts or anything. And also, like, Tool was supposed to be there, too, like, the next day. And also, like, day two was, like, the best day. And I, it got canceled due to weather. <laughs> and it sucked. And I'll, I, if that one, that day won't be as long. So I, I can tell that story here, too. And day three, we didn't do nothing. Or I got, like, a drinking horn and a hat. And that's it. So, uh, I'm over there. I got all my stuff. And, like, corn t-shirts... They had the one I got, which was a gray, just normal t-shirt with, like, the corn logo is black. Uh, had something you'd expect to see, like, an early 2000s cookout. <laughs> uh, but they had, like, another one. It was a white one. And this corn concert was, like, right before they released their last album. And, dude, their last album's awesome. <laughs> like, it's, uh, it is called The Nothing. Dude, I remember when that stuff dropped. And I remember being sad that they didn't... From what I heard, they didn't play any stuff off that album. Because, man, was that album awesome. <laughs> but I was... And they had, <clears throat> they had a t-shirt there. It was a long sleeve one. I didn't get it because it was a long sleeve. But it had corn on it. And it had... Uh, I think it had corn written on those sleeves, too. It was a cool shirt, cool shirt. But it's like, I just want a t-shirt, man. I don't want a long sleeve. Because I'll, I'll rarely wear it if it's a long sleeve anyways. I was like, alright, just go and get the other one. I think I just got those two. They had Judas Priest shirts up there too. So it's thinking back, I should have got one. But I didn't want to get one then. Because I was going to wait for the next day. And there's uh, a little bit more here and I'll get to the next day. I know you're eagerly waiting. But anyway, I'm just kind of like, I, I like telling stories. And this is this is a fun one. Like this whole event thing was fun, man. Like I would do it over again. But I was supposed to do it over again, but coronavirus said no. So, yeah. But anyways, uh, I got my stuff. And we I went back over to see my buddy. And I was like, all right, man. Like, are we going up there to see corn or not? Because <laughs> I'm ready. Uh, I came back, and apparently while I was up there, some dude had an overdose on something. <laughs> like, right there inside the... Uh, it was like a little uh, Jack Daniels tent. And apparently some dude just kind of OD'd there while I was, like, uh, over there uh, listening to corn and watching corn from a distance and getting my stuff. I don't know how long that process is to overdose, but good lord, I, I don't remember being there in that line for that long. But anyways, he had one, they got him out of there, but I hope he's okay too, I hope he is, oh, whatever they got, sort got him sorted out, whatnot, I hope he's okay. Um... But yeah, we, after them, my buddy and his parents were like, alright, we're tired, we need, we want to go on back to the hotel. And I was like, oh man, okay, alright, fine, I don't get to see corn. Even though I did record a little bit before we got out of there. And, uh, they were, they were playing one, like, they did covers, and they was playing one on the way out, I think. No, on the way out, they were playing a Coming Undone, and man, that was awesome to walk out on. <laughs> it was cool, man. Um, it was, it was awesome. Uh, but I think I heard them play a little bit of another Brick on the Wall. And also, Korn has my favorite cover of that song. Um, but it's like a specific cover. Is um, if you go on YouTube and search it up, the thumbnail is this Jonathan Davis looking like he's gonna, like, eat your face off in front of the mic. Um, but I think it was, uh, live in Amsterdam. 
I think that's what it was. And that's my by far my favorite cover of that song of theirs. Like, I know they got their album version, but that live version's so much better. Like, I'm a huge Pink Floyd fan, too. I got, like, the original vinyl release of The Wall. <laughs> Uh, it's on. It, I I got it in my records over there, and I got my uh, my signed black label record, and it's their last one. It's uh, the Grimmest Hits record. I got that when I went to see Black Label, and it sucked because I had to hold that the entire time, <laughs> or at least my dad did. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so we was leaving corn and stuff like that, it, and that was like the first day. Oh, there was another thing. Uh. So right when we, me and my buddy walked in, it was like right when we got there, we first got into the gates. Uh, and also it sucked because you had to walk so far <laughs> to get there. Like to where you're parked, to where this main stuff is, you gotta walk so far, man. I don't recommend wearing boots. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Thankfully. Thankfully, I didn't. Uh, I also learned that the hard way when I saw Black Label. Because I wore boots and they crowd surfed me and I accidentally hit somebody on, in the head on my way down when I got hit on my head. But uh, thankfully they were alright and cool with it and I understood. But anyways, we went out of there and stuff. It was a long walk. But when we first got in there, there was a dude there from uh, Octane, a Sirius XM. And me and my buddy were sitting there, and the guy came up to us like, "Hey, do you guys like Octane?" I was like, "Yeah, I do." Like, I, whenever me and my dad go out, or whenever me and my dad and stepmom go out, we always listen to Octane when we can. And he's like, "Oh, cool, cool. Do you want to record a uh, opening thing since we're recording some of this?" Like, I'm sitting there like, "Hell yeah, we do." <laughs> and because um, I told my dad afterwards, and they got on there and they couldn't find it, thankfully. Because <laughs> uh, he said, "You can say whatever you want to say who you're here to listen for." It. And he's, I was like, "Oh, okay, cool, cool." Then he put the mic up to my uh, mouth. And he said, oh, "He said, yes." Like, all right, who do you here to see? I was like, "Uh, I was like here to see Rob Zombie, man." And he said, uh, "What about Dead and stuff?" I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're here to see Dead too. Cool. And he said, "Uh, no, no, it was." Uh, he said, "Uh, what do you guys think about the band lineups or something?" I was like, "Yeah, man, it's cool." He's like, "Uh, who are you looking forward to?" Or like Dead or something. Like Dead came up. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, man," but who are you really here to see? I was like, Rob, mother, zombie, <laughs> and I screamed it into the mic, and my buddy came up and did the same thing. <laughs> oh man, it was great. It was great. It was great. It was great. I'm sure if my dad saw that, he wouldn't. He would understand. <laughs> oh man, and like it was cool. Like right after that, there was like a little concession stand there, and they started playing "Jump on the Fire" by Metallica. <laughs> it was great. But that that was like when we was coming in. But when we was leaving, it was at night and stuff. Oh man, like that was just the first day. Like the second day, it was uh... all right. Another break there. Sorry about that. My dad called me. But uh, anyways, second day, second day, second day. Okay, so second day, it was supposed to be the best day of Epicenter, right? And because um, uh, second day, you had uh, Scott Ian's band was supposed to be there, which they were. Uh, Scott Ian's band was supposed to be there. The Almighty Black Label Society was there, Judas Priest was there, was supposed to be Judas Priest, uh, there was another one, there was a, I, I don't think Judas Priest was the biggest one on the second day, but I feel like there was one, nah, I feel like there was another one after Priest, because there was one on the main stage, oh man, 
Oh, Tool. That's what it was. Tool. It was Judas Priest, and it was Tool. And, uh, so, I think I went in, like, the right order, I think. So, like, on the second day, I think we got there a little bit later, because, uh, Alien Weaponry was playing in the morning. I said, me and my buddy, when we woke up in the hotel, we was like, alright, I think his parents woke us up, just like, hey, you guys ready? He's like, oh, I'll give us, like, 21 minutes. <laughs> We're gonna wait a little bit. Like, alright, fine. They went down there and got breakfast. By the time we got back, they got back up there, they was like, we're gonna go to sleep before we leave. Me and my buddy was like, alright, fine. Uh, but Alien Weaponry was on. We missed that. That would have been awesome to see. And, uh, some others that we wanted to see. And, uh, and we got there. And I don't remember who we saw first or anything. But I remember, uh, we went up there to see... We waited around, basically, until... Until uh, Scott Ian's band came on. So we could go up there to get them. Then we'd see Black Label. Then we'd see Priest. Then we'd see Tool. Uh, and this was also before Tool released their new album. So... That was a Fear and Colin. I think it was their last one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But... Uh, so we went up there, it was me and my, my buddy that I went there with originally. We, we hung out the whole time. But we went up there and everything, and we saw Scott Ian's band. It was, it was fine, they were a good band, not bad, not bad. Like, I'm not saying I would see him again or anything. If they was there, it's, it's Scott Ian's there. Like, alright, cool, let's see. But they were fine, they were fine. Um, and we just kind of waited for Black Label Society for Zach to show up. <laughs> and, uh, Scott Ian and them got off, and we, me and my buddy got closer we started talking where Zach's stuff started getting up there and uh you know we saw them wheeling at the piano and everything for when he plays in this river and we saw them uh put the banners up me and my buddy were kind of freaking out about it because uh this was after Vinnie Paul passed away back in uh what was it 2018 yeah he passed away in 2018 uh rest in peace uh you know brother, uh, godfather Vinnie Paul and rest in peace uh godfather dime um, but yeah, we saw them put up the banners and everything, and you know, Black Label started me, buddy, were getting into it, he, uh, he played Bleed for Me, uh, he starts every, uh, show with, uh, I think Genocide Junkies, and he goes from there and played Bleed for Me, and then he played Funeral Bill, then like halfway through Funeral Bill, uh, Zach stopped, and he said, oh, um, uh, uh, thank you all for coming out and stuff. We uh, uh, we're gonna have to call the show here. Thank uh, yeah, thank you all for coming out. Uh, thanks for rolling with the, uh, I think it was in, uh, where was Epicenter, but wherever that is. Like thanks for, thanks for rolling with the chapter. It was, it was fun being out here, and they left. And me and my buddy were st- were standing there like, dude, what's going on? <laughs> like why is Zach leaving? <laughs> and uh, we and. Uh, we didn't really know what was going on at the time, and uh, and people uh, came over to the speakers and stuff. Said, "Hey, listen, there's a huge storm coming, and everybody needs to leave and go back to their cars <laughs> because it's about to get bad." And we we didn't at first. We when we first stepped away from Black Label, there was a chant going on saying, "This is bullshit. This is you know." Uh, so we stepped away from black label and stuff it is sad we, we were mad all we were mad for a little while and we got underneath the tent and wind started blowing bad and we was like 
a little bit worse than what we thought. <laughs> then we looked outside, like, over one of the... Because we went out from the Black Label thing where they were playing, which is where Zombie played. And we went to that Jack Daniels tent, which is roughly in the center of everything. And we and over top where Black Label was playing, you, in the back, that sky, you could see the storm coming in. And it, was, it started to get bad a little bit, and... We went underneath the tent thinking, like, yeah, it's going to be fine underneath here. They won't, they ain't got to let us get out of here. They're not going to force us out. They did, (laughs) but we thought they wasn't. But we, they got us out of there and took us back to the cars, which it rained. And we were out there in the car for so long. And uh, we just kept looking for updates, saying, hey, are they going to reopen? Then we saw people start walking. It's like, hey, I think they're reopening. And we kept hearing people come back or something say no there ain't reopening or anything we didn't know what was going on so uh, yeah but in the end they didn't open or anything uh apparently one of the stages got blown over is really really small stage like basically an acoustic stage but that got blown over and stuff it sucks man like cause i was supposed to see priest like you know how cool it'd be to see rob halford come out on the motorcycle and stuff you know and also, uh, I'm not sure if it was today or anything, it might have been yesterday, but happy birthday to Rob Halford. Uh, so, you know, the metal god himself. So, yeah. Um, but that's basically the extent of the second day. There's a lot of sadness on our end. <laughs> and uh, the third day, we went, like, Killswitch and Gage was supposed to be there, Mastodon was there. We didn't see them or anything, we didn't stick around long enough. I think Foo Fighters was there, but they were the last ones, and we didn't really want to see the Foo Fighters. Like, we, we were fine if we missed them. Like, if they're there playing and we got our stuff we want to see later on in the day and we're staying, yeah, we'll see them, but we didn't. The, they, they were the last one there, and we were going to school the next day. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, Epicenter was fun. Like, other than the, than the, the setbacks and the fact that the third day sucked. And also, another dude we saw there, if you want to check him out, uh, a shout out I guess I don't know I don't know the guy he doesn't know me for sure um but it's a guy named Amigo the Devil like it's funny he played a, I think he had an acoustic guitar but normally I think he plays banjo but uh he was just up there jamming man on one of it's like he was on the main stage too he had like he had a good crowd like a small crowd but good for him man <laughs> he was just the only guy up there on the main stage you know um but he did a song, I think it's called I Hope Your Husband Dies. <laughs> it was it was it was great, man. Yeah. I had a I had a lot of good memories from Epicenter, dude. I had a lot a lot of good memories. Most of them I just kinda of shared here. <laughs> Most of them. But yeah, that was Epicenter, man. And uh so all that ended. So later on the next year, this past year, like this year, back when school was the thing, I was in school. That was my senior year, I'm out now. But uh, we got the updates and stuff. I think, man, it might have been last year, around November sometime. But we got the updates saying, dude, Metallica is going to play two shows. Hey, Metallica is going to be there. Uh, and some other bands, we didn't really know at the time. And uh, we was like, yeah, man. I asked my buddy, said, yeah, we're definitely going. We're definitely going. The one I went with originally. And he said, yeah, we're definitely going. Don't you worry. I was like, all right, cool, man, cool. But it came to it, and they canceled Epicenter, and it was sad, man. Because now I'm having them back to Riley Gale, dude. 
Because Power Trip was supposed to be there, man. <laughs> Power Trip was supposed to be there. Uh, disturbed. <laughs> uh, like, if, uh, of that day they were on, they were on the second day in this. I think Power Trip might have been on the second day, too. But, uh, but like, main event-wise, Disturbed was, like, the best that day. <laughs> like, I wouldn't mind seeing Leonard Skinner, but, you know, Disturbed was, like, the best thing on the main, main stuff, so I don't remember what all the other stuff was, but, yeah, Metallica's playing two sets, two different sets, on Friday and Saturday, and Disturbed was on, and Leonard Skinner was on, uh, they were on Saturday, as Friday and Sunday was when Metallica's were doing their two sets, two different sets, um, I don't know, I don't even know how they would have handled any of that, but, yeah, yeah, I mean, it, uh, you know, rest in peace, Riley Gale, man, it, Awesome, awesome vocalist. I found Power Trip whenever, uh, I think I found them on my own, and I was so proud that I found them on my own. <laughs> um, because, like, normally I'll have my buddies tell me about bands, and I'll listen to them, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, like, Obituary, like, all my buddies got me into Obituary and uh, Death, and, well, I was into Death a little bit. I like Voice of the Soul, and that was about... And like Spirit Crusher, you know, the popular ones. Then my buddy got me into them, and you know, like Evil Dead, obviously, Scream Buddy Gore. Uh, you know, anything off human, because I didn't know it. I knew it, but I didn't listen to it. <laughs> but I got a uh, original Death cassette that my dad had. My dad didn't like them, <laughs> but uh, I have a lot of, I have a small amount of his old uh, cassettes and stuff, and Death was one of them. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I was excited because I got into him on my own. And I also got into Iron Reagan, too. If you don't know who Iron Reagan is, it's the lead singer of Municipal. Municipal? Uh, municipal? Municipal? The Municipal or Municipal Waste, however you say it. That somebody out there knows if you're listening. Um, or, you know, whoever's listening, if you're listening, whatever. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, that guy, the lead singer, he, he did another band called Iron Reagan, they're awesome, they, they got a song called, uh, what's it called, P uh, Parents of Tomorrow, and the only song, the only lyric, it's like a, it's like a seven second song, <laughs> or like ten seconds, and it's just, the only lyric is moms, moms on the internet, and it ends, <laughs> like, cause, uh, me and my buddies were supposed to do a Halloween gig thing. And that was one of the songs we had going to play because it's, like, really short. Uh, sadly, that never came through fruition. I had a lot of plans for that. But, yeah, man. Uh, but also, I want to talk a little bit about New Age Thrash, in a sense. Uh, mainly just two bands. One of them is Power Trip, which I've been talking about a little bit here. And another one's Dust Bolt. Now, as far as I know... Uh, my my opinion wise, and as far as bands I know, modern day, like more recent in a sense, because Dust Bolt was like ten, they got they got started like ten years ago, and uh, Power Trip I'm not sure, I think they were more along the lines of ten or five years ago, maybe seven. Um, but yeah, Power Trip, it's it they slay man, or now they used to slay. I don't know what they're gonna do. Uh, out of respect. Most of the time, I, most of the time, I think out of respect, if uh, a, a big man, band member dies, 
like obviously the lead singer yeah you can replace the lead singer but in the case of power trip uh uh riley was so engraved in it and like a part of it really but like, i don't know these people i just kinda, i watch live videos and and uh listen to them and uh uh just watch videos and stuff uh but riley was a huge part of it obviously you're the front man um but out of respect, when it comes to things, you know, when you have a big member that dies, it's also like if Dave Mustaine would pass away, I wouldn't want Megadeth to continue on. <laughs> like I know that's a little extreme out there, but the best way I can say it. But um, in my opinion, like I love Power Trip, I really do. Like they're my my two top favorite thrash mids are, uh, uh, other than obviously Big Four because I don't really think those count. Well, they do and they don't. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, my favorite band is Metallica. So what? <laughs> um, every, everybody's favorite band is Metallica. Like, I'm not putting anybody down or anything, but, you know. Um, but yeah. But, like, more modern-day thrash stuff. Definitely Dust Bolt and uh, Power Trip. Like, Nightmare Logic is a beast of an album. It is an awesome album. And, like, Power Trip even had, like, Hornet's Nest released... Uh, a couple, a good couple months ago, good couple months ago, back when school was a thing, back before Corona was a thing. Well, it was still a thing, I think, but it was before you know everything got shut down and all, all went, all went away. But yeah, they released Hornet's Nest and it's awesome, man. Like, give it, give it a listen if you haven't. And obviously, if you know who Riley Gale is, you probably listen to it. <laughs> and uh, Dust Bolt. Man, Dust Bolt's awesome. <laughs> Dust Bolt's awesome. They're from Germany. And also, like, Power Trip, they're from Texas, uh, which Pantera is, too. Uh, but Dust Bolt, they're from Germany, man. And Germany knows what's up <laughs> when it comes to metal and stuff. You know, obviously, do, uh, Rammstein and uh, Dust Bolt. And uh, I think Creator is, too. And a couple others. Uh, but, yeah, man. But Dust Bolt's awesome. They have their... Their last album, uh, Trapped in Chaos, I think, pretty sure it's Trapped in Chaos, it, it's a really good album, I like it a lot. My favorite song off of there is, uh, Bloody Rain, by far, and, uh, also if you haven't heard their acoustic version, like, Lenny Bruce, the singer, if you haven't heard his acoustic version of Another Day in Hell, good lord, you need to search that up on YouTube and listen to it, it is amazing. Uh, I actually did learn a lot, uh, parts of that song. It's fun to play. But, they, uh, yeah, Dust Bolt, they're great. Their, their last album, it's different from their others. Because their other albums, like, um, oh, man. Why am I drawing a blank right now? <laughs> but, you know, the ones with Toxic Attack on it, and, uh, oh, man, I'm really drawing a blank. You know, other ones like Toxic Attack, uh, I mean, you know, Toxic Attack, you know, whatever album that's on, there's all their other good, they all, all their albums are great, man. Because um, right now I can picture their album covers in my head, but I can't remember any of the songs off the top of my head. But anyways, uh, it's different from what, like, Toxic Attack is. Um, in a sense, I would say it's, it's a lot like Metallica in a sense, if you want to think about it. To which, um, it's not like they went down in speed or anything. Also, Agent Thrash is a good song. Um, but uh, it's not like they went down in speed. 
but you'll have like Toxic Attack, which is an awesome thrash thrash song. Same thing with Agent Thrash. Um, but then you got Trapped in Chaos, to which it's not as much thrash, yet all that's there. But it, it's it's like you know Metallica when they was doing their shows, you know doing their albums with like Justice. They so like Kill 'Em All. That's a thrash album. Ride the Lightning. I would argue it would be, other than Fade to Black and uh, Escape and some others. Uh, I would argue that to be a thrash album mainly because of, like Fire Fire the Fire and Ride the Lightning and. Uh, uh, no, no, I definitely wouldn't put Call of Cthulhu on, Call of Cthulhu on there. But uh, they're st- they're stepping away from their thrash stuff there at that point. Master of Puppets, that's a thrash album. In my eyes, that is a thrash album. That is a really awesome thrash album. But didn't it? I'm pretty sure that's in like uh It's in a record thing. Like Master of Puppets, it's in like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or something like that. Or some type of big record holding thing saying that it's one of the most popular metal records of all time which under its regard I'd agree also re- uh, rest in peace Father Cliff <laughs> a lot of rest in peace this episode but uh, I guess this episode is more of a tribute I guess you know, uh, Riley and stuff I, like, I don't know Riley Gale or anything I just kind of say it say his first thing because it's a lot easier to get through <laughs> or saying Mr. Gale you know to say Riley or Riley Gale, I guess. Um, but anyways, but yeah, like Metallica is going through like and and Justice for All. I would argue it'd be a heavy, hit, heavy metal album with thrash elements in it. I would say that. But then when they did Black the Black album, which it's a good album, I grew up listening to it. It's not a thrash album. It's a heavy metal album, like. It, it's a heavy metal album with Metallica written all over it, like, you know, the awesome guitars, you know, James Hetfield's awesome vocals and stuff. But, the, it, in a sense, that kind of what happened with Dust Bowl. Like, Dust Bowl, the last album, Trapped in Chaos, it's still got its thrash elements in it, but it's got a lot more of the heavy metal side of things. And the vocals are thrash, too, I, I'd consider. Because I don't got to pull it up right now or anything, but from what I remember... <laughs> I don't know how uh, wherever I'm posting this I don't know if uh, Anchor or anybody because I don't know if I'm going to do the put it up on Apple Podcasts or anything because this ain't official <laughs> I just kind of do this every now and then I guess um, but yeah I, you know, I don't know how all that stuff flies you put music on there I'd willing to bet it would be copyrighted <laughs> so you ain't going to be hearing me play guitar anytime soon on here but yeah so I guess uh, I'll just end this episode here. Uh, I'm not really sure what else to talk about or just pay tribute to Raleigh, Raleigh Gale. Um, you know, the power trip, man. I hope uh, best wishes to out his family and all the fans and band and everybody. Uh, you know, Godspeed, man. Uh, you know, wishing the best for all of you. Yeah, anybody wishing that, or listening to this too, you know, the same thing, best wishes. And I, I need to get back drawing, I guess. So, uh, I guess this is uh, me signing off. Uh, Man's Buck. If you haven't caught on to that yet, this is uh, uh, Beyond the Garage podcast. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Buck's Art and Stuff. You can find me uh, on Reddit as the same name. Just uh, 
on I think on Instagram Instagram I don't know if I got the underscore but if you search up Bucks Art and stuff you'll find it um, I need to change my profile picture on Reddit to make sure it all lines up with my stuff because I normally have like a uh, a little it's a picture of me that I drew because it was a school art project it's like halfway done <laughs> but it's like a cool mashup of me and an owl to which I plan on I love comics and this will be an earth story thing but uh, it's like what I want to do with my life at the moment is draw comics for a living or draw for a living I'd love to been, and I kind of created that character on there as one of them, my own characters I don't. I haven't gone any further other than that, knowing what he does. But that's another story for another time. But anyways, uh, you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Reddit. If you want a drawing or anything, hit me up. I'll be more than happy to talk with you, or just talk with you, whatever. <laughs> um, I'll be more than happy to you know, negotiate something with you, man. Uh, and also, I'm still on Storyfire as uh, books, stories, and stuff. Because I got one of my own characters up there. His name is the Archangel. It's based off my dad. Because my dad is awesome. And we created a character a long time ago. Which is essentially the same character. Because I put all the religious elements in it. To make it look cool. And you know be cool. But anyways. Uh, this is me signing off. So. Um, oh another thing really quick. I uh, I really don't know if I'm recording tonight. I really don't want to. Because I need to get drawing bad <laughs> i don't know when this dude wants this but i got a crap ton of stuff to get through <laughs> like i like 20 something <laughs> so you know if you ever want me to do anything i might have stuff in line so you know if you pay or anything i might bump you up on the list or something <laughs> but i'm do i'm going to start doing scary stuff on here and i want to talk about amityville the full case because there's a full case um with the defeos and the lutzes and what happened afterwards, and this all includes, you know, the trial and stuff, and I'll uh, introduce some of the debunking stuff, and I'll introduce the warrants and all the stuff that happened there. So, uh, look forward to that, hopefully. Um, I'm trying to get one of my buddies on here to see if this works, because uh, I I'll get one of my buddies on here, because it has, like, a group uh, let friends join thing. Just that whenever I do, I can't hear them, and they'll cut out on the recording. Because I don't know if it's on my end, or on their end, or whatever. And hopefully I can figure it out. So, um, you know, I guess this is me signing off. So, uh, Godspeed to all of you out there. This is uh, Buck signing off. Right. See you guys.